Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Folks, please come see us at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood. You can shop us online at FletcherDeals.com and give us a chance to serve you. From the Eat My Catfish studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Here on the Buzz Radio Network, Rick Schaefer standing by in northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city. Rick, I, I must tell you, it is simply a beautiful day that the mm. Lord has given us. Yep. Maybe from a wind standpoint, just depending upon when the first pitch is thrown tonight from Dickie Stevens Park, you could possibly aid a ball that might have a chance to go out of the park. It's not exactly a home run paradise to begin with. Uh, if the wind is blowing in towards the batter, it could be, forget it, because, uh, again, it's not an easy place uh, to hit a ball out of. This is an abbreviated version of Drive Time Sports at 530. We'll turn it over to Phil Elson and uh, the Learfield broadcast of Arkansas and Lipscomb first pitch around six o'clock tonight. Good afternoon, Mr. Rick Schaefer. Well, good afternoon, Randy Rainwater. By at sixty-nine here, but it feels warmer than that. It's absolutely wonderful. No, you know we've had some really windy days, but not today. Been really nice. Seventies the rest of the week, so I'm glad they've got a good night. Dickie Stevens Ballpark's a beautiful park to play in. Razorbacks love to play there. It's usually sold out, so I'm assuming it is. It is sold uh, out. Yeah, a game for with Lipscomb and. Uh, it's the last non-conference game of the year for the Razorbacks. This is it. Wow. They've, they've got three conference series left. They're at Mississippi State this weekend, home with South Carolina, and then uh, at Vanderbilt. And that's it for the regular season. I had a friend ask me either today or yesterday. I think it was yesterday. said, are the days and the weeks moving as fast <laughs> for you as they are for me? Yeah. I said, absolutely. I mean, it just seems like. Uh, Arkansas was in Arlington squaring off against Oklahoma State and Texas and Mm -hmm. so forth. And then you get into non-conference play uh, for the better part of the first month. And then, boom, you're into conference play. And now you're talking three weekend series. That's it. Yeah, it seems that way in all the sports. The this it's an football, especially. Yeah, I'm sure many of our listeners have heard this many times before that. the days are long, but the years go quickly, <laughs> and, and really that that is it. And each each day that we're blessed with is a twenty four hour entity. Most people sleep between six and eight hours of that, and um, and so the rest of it is when we are productive and or relaxing or what recreating whatever we're doing. Um, so sometimes days, you know, the things that we dread, which makes makes days go faster there are days when we're so enjoying it that it's just like my gosh really is it already that time (laughs) uh and so but the years you start thinking about how quickly the years pass i mean i I think of when i came to arkansas it that was july of 1976 that's now a long time ago that's 47 years ago and uh, you know, but but and yet, if you asked me about the 1976 football season, I could start giving you details of it. I could tell you that the first person I met when the Broyles Athletic Center, Butch Henry, hired me. I was assistant sports information director at the time, and the first football player I met was Ron Calcagni. And um, you know, Ron's still very active. I, I believe in coaching still today. So, uh, and then you think of all the guys you knew, and you start thinking about games and years, and I can tell you details of games and years. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just doesn't seem that long ago, and yet that's a long time ago. Uh, in this, we have listeners that you know probably weren't born until 20 years after that. So, uh, time does go very, very quickly. 
but, but boy, you do get into these seasons because you're right, baseball season. So, for instance, you look forward to the major the major league baseball season is the longest season. Although it seems to me like the NBA is challenging them uh, because of all the playoffs, but nonetheless, baseball starts the what March 29th or 30th, mm-hmm. and it's not over. The World Series isn't over. I think this year it will end before November. Last year I think it went into November. So you think of the length of the season, and you got spring training where games actually start the last week of February. So from the last week of February till the 1st of November, that is a long season. And so right now you're thinking, okay, 162 games, a long season, that's a long time. It's going to last forever. Well, they've already been playing over a month. And you look up and you say, they've all played 32 games, or 30 or 32 games. Really? You read the box scores every day, so day at a time... It's kind of cool, but then they start accumulating, and you think, oh, my gosh, it's already passed that fast. Then by the time you do get into September, which for many teams is the end of the season, because uh, they don't get in the playoffs, and you think, their season's almost over. Can you believe that? So that's a long dissertation on time, but it does go pretty quickly. Well, you were speaking of uh, the length of baseball. Yeah. And... We spend virtually nine months talking about can't wait for football. Can't wait for football. Mm -hmm. Then all of a sudden the season starts, and next thing you know, it's over. Now you're talking playoffs or bowl games. Right. Yeah. And and you know what's really funny is, (laughs) I hope our listeners take this well, is you talk about it for nine months, you can't wait for it. (laughs) And with the first loss, it's like, well, season's over. That's true. That is so what? true. You get to play 12 games. You don't quit after one loss by any means. No. So, And by the way, you're speaking about the playoffs. Your your dreams are coming true, Randy. Two, two years before the contract was supposed to expire, they're now starting the 12-team playoff. And so uh, you got me on that one. I lasted a long time, almost outlasted <laughs> you, but you got me the last two years. And they have already released... The schedule for yes. 24 and yes. 25. And uh, they're going to have triple headers. It's going to be, you know what's going to be cool? It's going to be like the old time bowls. Is there used to be uh, four major bowls on January 1st, going back to all those years ago. There was the, the Cotton Bowl and the Sugar Bowl. They were played at the same time. And you had the and Rose then the, Bowl. Then the Rose Bowl and then the Orange Bowl was Orange at Bowl night. at night. Yep. And then the Sugar Bowl moved to at night, too. So you had four bowls, and that was it on January 1st. I don't know how the other bowls are want to try and compete with this because you still got the Citrus Bowl and the Outback Bowl or traditionally New Year's Day bowls, but they're going to have three of the playoff quarterfinal games on January 1st. One of them on New, Year, on New Year's Eve, three of them on January 1st, each of the 24 and 25 seasons. That's going to make it tough for any other bowl to compete, don't you think, when, when you've got three major games leading toward the championship on the same day? Well, actually, if you want to, if you want to carve into the uh, bowl season, in 2024, the first round is going to be on campus. Mm-hmm. Friday, December the 20th, 2024, there's one game in the evening. Then on Saturday, uh, December 21st of 2024, that's when you're talking about the three games. Now, what the college football playoff, their whole intent was to work around the National Football League and their playoffs. Right. So that's where the, uh, I won't say the dilemma popped up, but that's why you may be going back to some traditional times uh, that you're thinking of. As an example, uh, the quarterfinals, December the 31st, will be the Fiesta Bowl. That's on a Tuesday. Then on Wednesday, January the 1st, the Chick-fil-A Bowl, or the Peach Bowl, Rose Bowl, Sugar Bowl. And then the next weekend on June, or January the 9th, what did it come up with June? January the 9th, you have the Orange Bowl. Then on Friday, January the 10th, you have the Cotton Bowl. So, and these, these will continue to rotate. In uh, 2025, the actual national championship game will be played back in Atlanta at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. So, don't you? Here, here's who's got to be the happy, the happy, happy, happy campers doing cartwheels. 
these six bowls who signed up to be involved in the college football playoff, they rotate them where only two of them per year get a game involving the championship. The other four get, you know, the next best teams. They get teams 5 through 12, but uh, they don't get any of the top four, and they're not involved in the championship. Now all six of them are involved in the championship. Four of them get quarterfinal games. Two of them get semifinal games. And then the final game, they can pick any site they want, although you know Atlanta's going to be uh, where the Peach Bowl's played. And um, when it's in Miami, it's going to be where the Orange Bowl's played. So, you know, that's that's a, a bonus for these bowls is now it's not like, okay, the Sugar Bowl was a big deal. Alabama won the Sugar Bowl last year. Vince Young and Will Anderson both played, which I still think is absolutely amazing that they did. Alabama won, but the Sugar Bowl trophy was nice, but it had nothing to do with the playoff. <laughs> now all six of those bowls are involved with the playoff. They've got to be just as excited as can be. On the other hand, you have to ask, what about all the other bowls? Sure. Because now you're also playing um, first-round games on campus December 19th and 20th. The bowl season's already started by then. So, uh, And those games are on campus, so they're not going to be at a bowl site. You've got There are 41 bowls. 41. Amazing. Wasn't it, wasn't it nice that they didn't? They decided not to add any this year? Oh, really? Good. Because that means 82 out of the 120-something teams get in the bowl game. So there's 41 bowl games. Six of them are now involved in the playoff. For the other 35, now I can see where the Citrus Bowl is still a big deal and the Outback Bowl is still a big deal. But what about some of the other ones? It's It's got to be... The only thing they have going for them is ESPN's going to televise most of them, so they'll promote the heck out of them. But will fans start losing interest to go to bowl games that are not involving the championship? Well, it becomes now a community affair. That's what it boils down to. You have yeah. to turn this. If you're playing in the Sun Bowl out in El Paso, yeah, right. that has to become a community bowl because, as you said, it's going to be so far down the pecking order of importance it's like, who cares? Yeah. Okay, we're going to talk, we're going to bring him in, and that is Kevin McPherson, better known as Hoop Scoop, oh, courtesy gosh, of Hogville.net. Oh, gosh, we're limiting his time? Well, I didn't mean to do that. Uh, that's okay, because I had him scheduled at 4.15, and we are oh, okay. just a few minutes late. Okay. Uh, but we also have Savage waiting, so let's get to Savage. He's been holding as well. Savage, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Hey, what's going on, fellas? Rick, you talk about uh, time. You know, I don't know how you do it. I mean, I can't remember my birthday or my PIN number to my debit card most of the time. So, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm 47 years old. I will be this May. You know, my father-in-law said he's 79. He told me, he said, I would love to be your age. So, that puts it in perspective. You better live yeah. in the now. Yeah, You know, because right. you're going to blink and, you know, time's going to fly. But that's I don't right. know. They call you Rickopedia. You know, I don't know how you come up with this stuff. You know, That's I funny. listened to you this morning on uh, David and show, and you talked for 30 minutes, and it was a history lesson on Razorback football. You know, I don't know how you just you spit it off so fluently, but you do a good job on that. But Thank here's you. my bone to pick. I do it every year I call y'all. This okay. game tonight, it kicks me off that I pay for Hulu, ESPN, ESPN Plus, and you telling me they can't film this game tonight? Well, It's blacked out for us, and it. Here's the, here's the, the, here's the out. They don't have the facilities to do it. That, just, that's right. Just like at Simmons, they can't broadcast the game that's played right. in December, the non-conference game, because they don't have the facilities. Give you a quick history lesson. What do you, here, what do you mean they don't have the facilities? Equipment. Okay, okay, so here's, here's, here's the way it used to work. It used to work any time a game was on TV, the network televising would bring their production trucks and all that kind of stuff. Okay? Right. That is no longer the case. Every SEC entity had to build a studio and do all the wiring hookup to uh, allow any network that came in, anywhere from CBS to ESPN to the SEC network, to come in and do a telecast with, with the, all the production equipment and everything already there. No trucks necessary. They built a studio in Bud Walton Arena. Uh, they do it on every campus to where that's where the production crew works, so they don't need a production truck. So because every SEC school had to do that, mm -hmm. 
there's no longer nobody brings trucks anywhere. Right. Well, without a production studio or a truck, you can't televise, and so that's why they can't televise from because it's off campus. Anything on campus, that's why you can watch anything from volleyball to women's basketball to Razorback baseball on SEC Plus, because it's all there on campus, but there is no facility off campus. That's why they can't do it. Well, all I know is when I turn my ESPN Plus on, I can watch cornhole to bag hole. I can watch anything underneath the sun. I can watch people play volleyball, you know, in Bermuda. But I can't watch a ball game in North Little Rock. Just that one. That's all. That's the only one. But aren't we spoiling You're allowed Americans. to vent. I love it, Savage. You're aren't allowed we to vent. Americans. I mean, it, I'm t- wait, when I first came to Arkansas, we were talking about back then, there were hardly any games on TV. I mean, you, you were lucky to get four games a year on your football And you had this I'm allowed, to be, I'm allowed to be spoiled, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. You're old and cranky. You're old and cranky. Yeah, with this internet, I'm allowed to be spoiled. Put this game on TV. <laughs> it, well, hey, for this matter, 1037 The Buzz got 100,000 watts. Randy, you built a, st- a studio in Thirsty. Go build one up there at Sticky Stevens, and let's do this. <laughs> Guys, y'all are a good one. Thank you, Savage. Okay. Thanks for calling. Well, now, Kevin, you have had several minutes to organize your thoughts because I confessed on the air to Rick yesterday how much I beat you up on Friday. So do you want me to turn you loose on or have me turn Rick Kevin, loose on uh, you. Hey, look, I'm on vacation last week in South Carolina. I'm looking at Twitter, and there's Kevin. Good, great, good news coming yeah, to Razorback yeah. fans. It's now, right around the corner. Answer to Rick, Mr. So we are now, we're now, Scoop. We're now three days from around the corner. What's the good news? Is wow, y'all, y'all are, I thought the battering was coming to an end. We're going to get right back in the firing line here? <laughs> it is. No, come on. Wait, what's the good news? We're ready. It's right around the corner. Yeah, it, it's not ready to co- all come out, but, you know, a lot of people are talking about stuff. They're k- starting to connect dots. And, yeah. Um, well, help us you know, connect Arkansas's those dots, got two then. openings right now, and that's yeah. not a coincidence. There's two right. scholarship openings. Yeah. Uh, those will be filled. So that yeah. that means there's going to be at least two pieces of news. I think as many as three, which means if it's that many, that somebody else will be moving on. By well, whom? There could be as many as three more newcomers. Well, I don't know if I would phrase it quite like that. Um, you know, I think there's Are they a, bringing them out of retirement. I think there's a returning player. There's likely to be Sydney's a returning coming player. coming out of retirement. At least one returning player, as it looks right now. Now that could change. Wow. Uh, that's in the NBA draft uh, pool, and then you know two newcomers potentially. Okay. So, so you know that's the way to. Back. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're, you're so thinking at least one might. Okay, I get it. Well, I said it Friday. I don't know if you were on Friday, Rick. No, um, I wasn't. But, but I'd mentioned. Well, I'd mentioned for the first time that I thought maybe Devo Davis is leaning toward coming back. This is fluid because he's getting feedback uh, for the. In this NBA draft process, it's not just about the NBA. It's other pro opportunities, obviously. Um, and so what might be true today could be changing based on more feedback that he gets if he hears something he likes and wants to stay in. But I think it's it – I've been using the, the fraction or, or percentages 55-45 now in favor of a return. We'll see if that thinking shifts. Uh, over the next few days or weeks, but right now, I think Arkansas might be in a good spot to get Devo back, which is huge. I mean, it was a big victory recruiting-wise because retention's a part of that. When Trevin Brazil said he was returning, that was basically, in my opinion, a, a five-star with college experience. Um, you know, it, and, and then Devo would be on that same kind of level because of all that he's been through and helped Arkansas as a program do these last three years. I mean, we, you know. He's he's had a big hand in everything when we're talking back to back elite elite eights followed by yep. a sweet sixteen. Absolutely, Arkansas hadn't had that kind of success. You had to go back to to Nolan Richardson in the early yep. to mid nineties right. for that kind of a postseason run. And Devo Davis getting someone like that back would be huge. No doubt, that would be very big. You're right. Let's uh, talk with uh, Lomax. Lomax, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Hey, what's going on, Rick and Randy? How what's you up, guys buddy? doing this wonderful day? How are you Great. doing? Great, thank you. I'm good, I'm good. Rick, man, I'm so glad you're back because I've been having a whole bunch of baseball questions. And, you know, Randy's <laughs> never was talking trash about you. I just want you to know that, okay? <laughs> really? Where are they? Now, see, he didn't mention that to me. 
Okay, Arkansas probably needs to win at least two of the remaining three series against Mississippi State, South Carolina, and Vanderbilt, and they're in really good shape. They're, they are strong with what used to be RPI. I can't remember what they call it now. They're strong there. They're Still strong. RPI. Is it? Okay, they're strong in the RPI. They're strong in the rankings. Right now, they'd probably get be the sixth seed in the entire tournament. So just keep doing what they're doing. And the great thing is... They're going to get a couple of their outfielders back before the season's over, uh, which ought to make them even stronger when they go in the playoffs. But, Ryan, if you're a six, you get a regional, and then if you win that, you also get a super regional. I think they're in good shape there. South Carolina, number two in the RPI, LSU, three, Kentucky, four, Arkansas, five, Vanderbilt, six, and then Florida is number nine. Amazing. What a league. Wow. It is strong. Strong, strong, strong. So, um, Kevin, since I feel like I need to walk gently on eggshells to be careful what I ask, um, is there any other planned visitors to come to Arkansas that may be in the current transfer portal? Um, nothing, nothing to talk about right now. Um, you know, well, I, <laughs> you know, you, we have to be careful here. Some guys are just getting in the portal, may not formally have, and so uh, I was cautioned about being careful about getting ahead of myself and, and some talking points until certain things happen. For okay. instance, Ron Holland, a lot of big oh. stir Friday when he oh, decommitted. Oh, hold on, we got to well. get this, Randy. We got to get this. Razorback graffiti every Monday morning. Call Morning Mayhem and let them know how you feel about how they did. One sentence and one sentence only. Hurry up, dude! The game's about to start. Nothing beats spending the day watching the game with your buddies. Dude, I'm literally right here. Let's do this. Which is why a shelter insurance renter's policy is key to your winning game plan. It protects things your landlord's policy doesn't. Uh. Dude, where's your TV? What? No way, dude. Like that flat screen TV that just got stolen. See agent Steve Ferguson in Little Rock, Bo Beavis in Cabot, or Daniel Vickers in Sherwood. Make the most of every lawn with Kubota Commercial Landscaping Equipment. From the productivity-boosting Z700 mower to the reliable SVL track loader, it's a lineup built to get the job done right. Because when your reputation is on the line, you need equipment that will never let you down. Visit your local Kubota dealer today. River Valley Tractor, five great locations around central Arkansas to better serve you. RiverValleyTractor.com. Roger Scott for Gravely Moors. Working hard once again, making sure my lawn is lush, weed-free, and beautiful. By working hard, I mean, of course, I'm watching Bradley Owens mow it for me. Bradley, tell the good folks hello. Well, hello. That's Bradley. enough right there, my good man. Pay attention, you missed a spot. What he didn't tell you is that you can take your very own Gravely Moor home today at 0% interest over 48 months. That's right, 0% interest on both residential and commercial mowers. Now, Bradley, tell them where you can go get your very own Gravely Moor. Well, you can. I'll finish it for you at Chapel Hardware in Pine Bluff or Hoco Turf in Rose. This is Pat Bradley for my friends at Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union in Benton and their summer auto loan special that's available for all five counties Alcoa serves. Interest rates as low as 2.49%. Take the summer off with no payments for 90 days or how about 84 months financing? Offer valid on new 22 or 23 models or you can refinance your current auto loan. Go to alcoacommunityfcu.org and apply securely online today. Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union in Benton now serving Grant, Garland, Hot Spring and Perry Counties. This is Pat Bradley for Whit Davis Lumber Plus. Whit Davis Lumber Plus has been serving Central Arkansas for over 70 years. All the times you buy a lumber package, power equipment, tools, doors from their door shop, grills, gutters, insulation, you name it, this family-owned company appreciates it. They know you have options and are thankful you continue to choose Whit Davis as your preferred lumberyard and hardware store. So thank you, Whit Davis customers, for 70 years and looking forward to 70 more. If you have been impacted by the recent tornado or know someone who was, listen to this message. Natural State Wholesale is opening its doors to you when you're ready to rebuild. 
If you need flooring, kitchen remodel, or a bathroom remodel, Natural State Wholesale is here for you. And you can trust them to deliver the best product and the best price today to help you rebuild. Visit online at naturalstatewholesale.com or stop by in Cabot 203 Commerce Park Drive. Natural State Wholesale, here for you. So go see the Flooring King. Now, back to Drive Time Sports. Live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas. Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. In a moment, we'll be joined by Kevin Bohannon as we go around the horn, but we also need to follow with Kevin McPherson in just yes. one moment, better known as Poop Scoop. Uh, get cash for home improvements. How do you do that? It is the home equity line of credit, which you'll find only in Arkansas First Security Bank. Low rate, local service and use funds for home improvements, debt consolidation, vacation, college tuition, and more. You may be surprised the kind of equity you have setting in your home as home prices have risen over the last couple of years. So take advantage of that equity and do some things maybe you've only dreamed about. That is the home equity line of credit from First Security Bank. Remember, FDIC, equal housing lender, only in Arkansas. That's First Security Bank. Baseball season is in full swing, and you don't want to miss a thing. It's time for Around the Horn with Kevin Bohannon. Around the Horn is brought to you by Stanley Wood, Buick, Chevy, GMC, and Scott Wood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. And now, it's time for Around the Horn. I hear the crack of the bat. Now, Kevin, hold that thought because Rick is on the verge of setting some kind of broadcast history because he might get some information out of Kevin McPherson, better known as Hoop Scoop. I don't know. He was just hey, starting. You were and, and Kevin McPherson. You were just starting to give us good information, and we had to go to the break. So pick it up again. Ron Holland is who you were referencing. Yeah. Well, he decommitted from Texas on Friday, and we we did talk about it on the Friday segment. But he he didn't just decommit. You know, he signed a letter of intent in November, so he's got to get released for that. And so, uh, you know, I. I feel good about Arkansas's chances here. I think, obviously, the G League Ignite, uh, which was a pro opportunity, a big one that he was looking at. That was one of his final four uh, back when he did commit to Texas and sign. Um, So, you know, this is a situation where Arkansas felt like finished first runner-up to Texas. And now that he's decommitted, um, you know, (laughs) I really think Arkansas's in great shape here. It doesn't mean that they're going to win in the end. If 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 there's a you know if there's a you know if it, this turns into high stakes poker and a lot of nil money, there's going to be a lot of folks throwing their. I mean, he, this is the number two player in the country. ESPN had him at the end of the rankings for 2023, so about as high as five stars you can get. Reminds me a little bit about where Nick Smith Jr. was this time last year in the rankings. Uh, but this is a big prize for anybody that can get him. But I do think Arkansas is in great shape. Uh, but again. Uh, here's a guy that took two visits to Arkansas. Randy, you asked about visits. I don't know if that would that would be necessary um, for Ron Holland to settle with Arkansas this time. Uh, and if you remember, you know he was at that that exhibition game when Arkansas lost at Texas, and it was a uh, you know a few days later when he committed to the Longhorns. So you know all the way up to the really the you know the end of the exhibition season, start of the regular season was how long that played out. And so you go all the way back to late October, early November. Um, so, you know, here we are down the road. Chris Beard got fired. Initially, it seemed like uh, Holland was, uh, you know, seemed okay with the with the new hire, which was the interim, interim coach, Rodney Terry, and then they retained him permanently. 
or as permanent as the last there. Uh, but he is the head coach, and, and now there's been this decommitment. Now, Holland did say Texas was still one of the schools he's considering, which I think is also interesting. You see some of that these days when guys get in the portal. They talk about one of the schools in the hunt for him or the, is the team they just played for. Well, he hasn't played at Texas, so, you know, there's obviously a little bit different there. But uh, release, you know, from the you know from the letter of intent is going to also play a part in this. And he also, oh, by the way, lives in Texas. All right, Kevin, we must run. Thank you for your time. I look forward to Friday's segment. That's right. We'll get you again. Be ready. Good news is right around the corner. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, I hear the sound of summer in my ears. Kevin, you are at Mall Mail today. This is a showdown, is it not, of sorts? It is. You got the number two and number three ranked teams in our Super 7 poll for Scorebook Live. Little Rock Christian takes an early three to nothing lead. Three singles started off by Charlie Carter. Then Reese Torini drove in a couple. Uh, they're getting to tag Andrews early. Uh, the Razorback commits. Fastball looks good. He's 89 to 92. The curveball is really tight, 73 75. Little Rock Christian's just putting some good swings on it with two strikes. Hitting it where they're not. So uh, Little Rock Christian leads early, three to nothing. I love that sound, even though it's not the crack of the bat as we think of it. With Next the old, best thing. With the, yeah, with the old wood bat. Okay, I guess Duffer had a basketball-only question. Well, Kevin, you um, in your notes today, the top of the notes simply said... Postseason play is here for the lower classifications, and the playoff seedings in 5A and 6A will be determined over the next two weeks. So I think for for those of us that think of the basketball format in the lower classifications, is this basically district play? It is. We had district play last week, and regionals are occurring this week. And okay. we didn't see really too many upsets in uh, district play last week. Of course, in most situations, in most conferences, the one and two seeds get a bye to the semifinals, and then they have a spider bracket playing up to that. So uh, you did see uh, in the 7-3A, Falk finished next to last in the conference. They got to the final four, so they'll get to the regional. In the 3-3A, Gosnell won that over Rivercrest, so they'll get the number one seed in that region for this weekend. And Maumel just scored to make it three to one. I didn't think there would be three runs scored the whole ball game, so uh, we're getting some offense here early in this ball game. Kevin, are you in the dugout? Are you umpiring the game? <laughs> oh man, yeah, it's, it's we're right on top of things here at Maumel Complex, and it's you know this complex has been around for what fifteen. It's been a while. Now, so, yes, it has. Yeah. Uh, this will be Maumel's last game before they move over to their on-campus facility here next week. Now, that that field is located on the very back end of the complex. Correct me if I'm wrong. That's right. And it used to have a lot of trees up in the yeah. outfield that used to block anything from getting out of the ballpark. Since the new Maumel Charter School has been put up, it knocked the trees down, so... Uh, balls get out of here at a, at a better rate than what they used to. Wow. All right, the um, status quo, if you want to call it status quo. Status quo, 6A, this looks almost identical as it did a week ago, and I think you could almost say the same identical thing about Class 5A. You were talking about uh, the playoff seedings in 5A, 6A will be determined over the next two weeks. Uh, it, I mean, we're talking about the Super 7 standings. This is not necessarily conference by conference. But um, when you're talking about the Super 7 pecking order, it I, I can't tell much of any change at all has occurred, Kevin. Yeah, Rogers is still the number one team in Class 6A. They are heading head and shoulders above everybody else in that classification. Uh, 13 conference wins. 11 of them have been shutouts. Just think about that, guys, how tough that is in the toughest conference in the state. Uh, they've had 11 shutouts. Cabot, they played really well of late. They beat Conway 
uh, two weeks ago, eight to three, so they got the number two spot. Conway dropped a game to Little Rock Catholic last night, seven to four, and it could have been a lot worse if a three-run home run had not been overturned. Those two are playing again tonight as part of a rainout uh, from earlier in April. Harbor moves up a spot. They're 22 and six on the year, playing really good baseball. They're going to be their number two seed from the 6A West. Bryant number five, Bentonville six. They're the team that you need to watch out for because they're playing loose, having fun, and they're just out there. Uh, playing a kid's game, and that's the teams you got to watch out for. Then Rogers Heritage, number seven. Outside looking in, Fayetteville, young team, but they got a lot of good talent. And then Little Rock Catholic, like we mentioned earlier, they're capable of beating top team, uh, Conway, who's defending state champion, so watch out for the Rockets. Uh, oh, by, pardon me. Oh, by the way, from our Asher Record Service company, Life in Feedback, Brian says, Kevin McPherson, if I was Kevin, I would not come on the show with y'all treating him like dirt, talking down to him. No, we don't treat him like dirt. We, we he, he teases us and says, we got, I got information, yeah. so we're trying to bleed it out of him. That's all. We thought we had uh, record-breaking or breaking alerts going That's on today. Right. You know. Exactly. Yeah. I really got excited. I really did. But yep. anyway, uh, I did too. Yeah, I, but hey, I'll give you some of my airtime for that. Yeah, announce Ron Holland's coming to Arkansas. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I they heard it on around the horn first. Yeah, now I'm kind of deflated. Um, sorry about that, Brian. We'll be we'll be really nice to him on Friday. I promise. We won't we won't uh, talk down to him at all. Valley View, I I, I think this is a machine. That is marching towards a state championship. Kevin, who, I mean, is it Maumel? Is it Little Rock Christian? Could it be maybe even uh, Texarkana or Greenwood who might be uh, the main challenger to that crown? Uh, we're going to find out more about Greenbrier or Greenwood tonight. They play Greenbrier for the 5A West title. I don't think it's Maumel. Little Rock Christian has the depth and the experience to really test Valley View, so I, if you know, those two teams have already played once this year, Christian and Valley View. Uh, Christian went up there, Valley View won that game 4-1. to one. So they've won 17 straight games uh, coming into today. Uh, they just keep getting better. they got a lot of young talent, Slade Caldwell, Lawson Ward. Uh, Tyler Hoskins is a senior. He's going to Crowder. Uh, Eli Cresilius is only a junior. Keaton Mathis is a rich uh, Razorback commit as a freshman. And I got word today that there may be some uh, – players from the northeast part of the state that have put in their school choice papers to move over to Valley View. If that's the case, look out next year. Wow. Uh, we don't talk about Arkansas High, to me that's Texarkana, uh, being right. as far south and west as they are. But uh, what about this Razorback team? Is this a, t- I mean, this, I know in your notes you had, they were upset by Whitehall. But Texarkana, Kevin, that's been one of the great baseball cities in our state that a lot of times we just don't talk about. They have been, Randy, and they Ty Wade is Razorback commit. He's uh he's had a great season. He had another shutout win against Whitehall on Friday. He leads the state with eleven home runs. He's a top one hundred player in the in the nation according to Perfect Game. But it's not just him. You got Ron Wardlaw at short, had a good season, he's hitting over four hundred, and then you got Luke Paxton, the Little Rock Trojan commit. In center field. So uh, the thing about Arkansas High is they got to figure out the pitching depth moving forward because in the one-game setting with Ty Wade on the hill, they can beat anybody. But it's that second and third game where I really have some concerns in terms of winning a state title. You know, they, they can lock up the uh, 5A South title here tonight, actually. So uh, they're the, one of those teams that can definitely push for a semifinal. And then when it's a winner-take-all game, anything can happen. Hang on, Kevin. We've got uh, Arkansas baseball we need to talk about next. Unless there's things we need to clean up or cover on the high school scene, so you can uh, let me know on that. All right, Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. Kevin Bohan will return around the horn. Drive Time Sports will continue in a moment. Floyd's Seafood, Kill Avenue in Sherwood. Floyd's has live and cooked Louisiana crawfish. Place your order by 4 p.m. Thursday for weekend boils. Floyd'sMeatAndSeafood.com. 
Clint Sterner here for Low T Center. Guys, there are a lot of people out there talking about testosterone, but I want you to do your homework, man. I want you to make sure that you choose a provider that you can trust. The provider that I trust, the provider that I recommend is Low T Center. It's where I get my levels checked. I've been a client for five plus years now. Low T Center exclusively specializes in men's wellness. They check all your levels, not just your testosterone, and they determine the cause of any symptoms you're having and whether you're a candidate for low T or something else like low thyroid or even sleep apnea. Typically, their annual health assessment is completely covered by health insurance, and I'm telling you folks, they check everything, including PSA, which is your prostate levels, and they check thyroid, liver, and kidney function, cholesterol, glucose levels, and much more. Low T Center has affordable and convenient options for treatment, including monitored self-inject treatment that ships directly to you each month. So no need to come to the center each week. Make your health a priority this new year and schedule your annual health assessment at Low T Center today. It's covered by most health insurance or less than $100 cash pay. Go to LowTCenter.com to book your appointment online. That's LowTCenter.com. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Luxury Pool and Spa has a new location on Stanford Road in Conway in addition to their Russellville location. Get up to $75 cash back when you bundle Pool Life pool chemicals and they also have plenty of pool toys. LuxuryPoolArkansas.com. Live the life of luxury with Luxury Pool and Spa. Hennard Foothills Equipment in Searcy, one of Arkansas's leaders in hay equipment. They handle a full line of Kubota tractors and hay tools as well as Vermeer hay products. 501-268-1987. Hennard Foothills Equipment in Searcy, your hometown dealer no matter where you live. Hello folks, it's Frank Fletcher from the Fletcher Store right here in Sherwood. Well today I want to talk to you about why I would like for you to consider Fletcher Dodge when you need a new or a pre-owned vehicle. You know, shopping for an automobile makes most people uncomfortable. It can be a stressful experience, but we want to take away the stress and give you a pleasant buying experience with confidence in what you hear and you see. Folks, our business depends on you returning to us over and over again over the years. We've been here in Sherwood for over 25 years, and many of you have bought five, six, or seven vehicles from us. Most of our sales staff has been here a long time. As you know, all of our pre-owned vehicles have the prices right on the windshield. Our best price is there for everyone to see, and our new cars have Frank Fletcher's green tag showing all of our specials. So folks, please come see us at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood, or you can shop us online at FletcherDeals.com and give us a chance to serve you. So, you're in the market for a new outboard motor. Look no further than Arch Marine in North Little Rock. Located right off the Levy exit, Arch carries a full line of dependable Tohatsu motors ranging from 4 to 115 horsepower, all four-stroke motors. Come see us today at Arch Marine. For the last time this racing season, Morning Mayhem heads to Hot Springs this Friday to broadcast live from the Mainline Sports Bar inside Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort. The fun gets started at 6 on your fun and game station, 103.7 The Buzz. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios, where it's much like any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations, minus the always fresh, delicious food options like the family-packed catfish dinners. You're safe at home with Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. And again, we will be rejoined by Kevin Bohannon around the horn, thanks to the Wood family of dealerships. All right, the mowing season is upon us. If you have any doubts at all, just go look at my yard. I can tell you, the mowing season has arrived. And if you look at what needs to be trimmed, and I'm talking with the weed eater, or maybe those bushes, which Gary will not let me touch, even if I have the proper equipment from Hennard, that is hedge clippers, she will not let me touch them. That's probably wise. Uh, maybe get an expert there. But she allows me to use the weed eater. But when it comes to mowers, it's almost like now, think of buying a car, because... A, there's so many options, but B, what works best for you? In other words, if you have the property, you probably don't want to use a push mower, even if it's self-propelled or even if it's electric, whatever it may be. However, if you've got the property, you probably want to think about a Bobcat or Spartan or maybe a Kubota Zero 
turn mower. Maybe you're like me, old-fashioned, and um, need help to protect myself. Maybe you want to go with the Kubota BX sum, uh, subcompact tractor. Do you get my jest? I'm saying whatever equipment. And let Mickey, it's almost like he's going to fit you for a suit. Let him fit you with the right type of equipment that fits your specific needs. That is Henner's Foothills Equipment in Searcy with a full line of steel handheld equipment. That's 501-268-1987, hennersfoothills.com, better yet, 1920 South Main Street in Searcy, your hometown, Kubota dealer, no matter where you live. Baseball season is in full swing, and you don't want to miss a thing. It's time for Around the Horn with Kevin Bohannon. Around the Horn is brought to you by Stanley Wood, Buick, Chevy, GMC, and Scott Wood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. And now, it's time for Around the Horn. Uh, before we uh, finish up on high school baseball and talk about Arkansas Razorback baseball, this from the ultimate authority. Now, Kevin, any time that... You are part of Drive Time Sports, and I get something from Marianne. That means yeah. you are in tall cotton. So, Marianne says, Dr. Birch says, my son is a doctor in Memphis, so he would know. He says, Ron Holland is coming. <laughs> okay, well... Mm. Let's hope so. Marianne only speaks from authority. <laughs> That's right. So, you heard it from Marianne. So, Marianne, I hope and I'm believing in you that what you're telling us is going to come to pass. So, I sure hate would have to tell you that you were wrong because you've never been wrong before. Um, really? Ever? It's pretty good. It's pretty good record. Well, I mean, yeah, Mary, Marianne is probably posted a hundred times we'll say on live fan feedback and she's a hundred for a hundred so we hope she's 101 for 101 um kevin can anyone this this is where this is where we always whine and cry about having the overall back for high school basketball this is the year i'd love to have an overall for high school baseball I like to see Lone Oak take on the field. They would too. They've been they've been clamoring for it this year. Uh, they've just been so dominant. They've played five A six A teams. It doesn't matter. They lost a Little Rock Christian earlier this year. Uh, their other loss it escapes me right now, but it wasn't anything that shocked me. I mean, they, it was an upper classification team, but Steel Leaves is leading the state. He's ten and zero on the year. Ninety seven strikeouts, only fifteen walks. And this is a kid that committed to Arkansas as a catcher last year. So uh, he's only caught 21 innings. Uh, Drake Acock has really taken over that responsibility back there and done a great job. Jackson Engel, uncommitted on the mound right now. Uh, he's got over 70 strikeouts. And then uh, Tripp Sullivan, Cole Spears is leading the team with seven home runs. Cutter Colbert, guys, remember that name. That's a great baseball name, too. Love guys. it. Cutter yeah. Colbert. Love it. Uh, he's been play he's playing, playing second. He's kind of an infield Swiss Army knife. He's hitting over 400 this year. He's had back-to-back -back games going three for four, hit two home runs, and then winning against box site last week. So uh, there's not an easy out in the lineup, and you just can't score on these guys. Uh, they're one of the most dominant teams that I've seen in the last few years for their classification. Wow. Um, Robinson right now at number two, Stuttgart at three. Then as we jump over to 3A, Familiar position for the Harding Academy Wildcats, number one, Elkins, two, Camden, Harmony Grove at number three. Then we jump into Class 2A. You have Woodlawn, another familiar name, and perennial power in Class 2A. Number one, Carlisle, number two, Episcopal, number three. And then as you get to Class 1A, how about Taylor? That's a suburb of Waldo. Down south. That's right. 
uh, Viola at number two, and then Westside at number three. So that will begin to sort itself out. All right, Kevin, um, you hear the players talk. They love playing in Little Rock, actually North Little Rock, now at um, Dickie Stevens Park, that is the Arkansas players. Uh, they've had some challenges. Last year it took two innings for Arkansas to defeat UCA 2-1. to one. What are your right. expectations tonight against Lipscomb? Now this is a team playing in the A-Sun, and it looks like, Kevin, their weekend starting pitching is probably pretty good. But the pitchers that they've used in their midweek games, not so good. Could this possibly be a high-scoring affair um, tonight at Dickey Stevens Park? You know, every year that Little Rock or Arkansas comes down here to play at Dickey Stevens, which is Baumwalker South, the stadium layouts are just about exactly the same with the concourse and how the field is laid out. So I know a lot of baseball fields are laid out the exact same, but <laughs> I digress. That's not what I meant. Yeah, so every time I come down here and I expect them to score a lot of runs, it's a two-to-one ball game where they beat Grambling six-to-five or something right. like that. So, But that, that could change tonight. Lipscomb. Those teams in the mid-major conferences, like where UCA is at right now, they're good for a game or two. But when they get into these midweek games against teams that have the depth, that's where it really shows. You know, Little Rock playing Ole Miss, you know, kind of a similar situation. So uh, we'll see what happens. I think if Arkansas doesn't score 10 or 12 runs, I would be surprised. All right, Kevin. I, I know we tend to sometimes over-exaggerate, so I'll be careful and how I phrase this, but have you seen a team that has been struck with so many injuries is what the 2023 Arkansas Razorback baseball team has had to encounter this year? Yeah, 2016 was similar. If you guys think back to it, the last, the only losing season of Dave Van Horn's career, uh, they went 26 and 29 that year. They didn't have the talent that this team has, though, or the depth, obviously. So that's one thing that they've been able to get by. And we talked about it last weekend, how they were kind of playing on borrowed time. And, you know, the Georgia series came back and bit them because they didn't have the depth to go out there and finish a game. Last weekend they did. So, you know, it's like I said, they've got house money right now. They are a top-ten team, I believe. And they'll be even better when they get their guys back. Talked to Jared Wagner yesterday. He gets the pins out next week. He's going to be a lot better. Uh, and says there's no pain. So looking forward to getting him back. Hopefully Justin Berger gets back soon. And uh, it's going to be fun at Mississippi State this weekend. Those boys can hit the baseball. All right, Kevin. Enjoy the sunshine, the blue skies, and some baseball there at Mall Mail. That is Kevin Bohannon, our baseball guru, as he today at Mall Mail. Coming up next, Trey Biddy of hogsports.com. Wood Chevrolet and Scott Wood Chrysler dealerships in Batesville, Arkansas, we know that Arkansas high school and college baseball are as good as they've ever been. Just like our 2022 trucks, cars, and SUVs that are rolling into our Batesville location. Hustle over today and let our award-winning sales team at the Wood Family Dealerships help you find just what you're looking for. Or you can view our selection 